Hey, welcome back to the Snakebird Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Steve. And uh, today we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to be throwing a new format at you called Snakebird Shorts. And what this is, is it's a uh, short form essay of something um, spiritual or applicable that we've just seen in either pop culture or around us, whatever it might be. It's just something that has been put on our heart that we wanted to share. And I think it's going to be definitely a little bit shorter form, um, but we're going to do this uh, every other week. Is that correct, Stephen? Yeah, that's right. And I'm really excited to do these because like you said, it's just something that God's put on our heart, whether it be drawing from a previous life experience or an awesome movie or whatever it may be. It's just pulling some application that, that people can probably relate to a little better than some of the other formats that we do. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but it, it seems more relatable the way we're, we're shooting for. So I'm excited to get into these. Yes. And if this uh, resonates with you, we'd love to hear from you about that. So uh, you can always hook us up. <laughs> so uh, with finding the gospel and finding Dory, I'm going to go ahead and start us off with our first snakebird short. It's no big deal. It's so small and light. It's small. It's tiny. It's petite. It's weak. The year was 2016 and times were simpler. My wife and I found ourselves heading to our local Alamo Drafthouse Theater to enjoy Pixar's latest release, a sequel to their 2003 blockbuster hit Finding Nemo about a clownfish searching the vastness of the ocean for his long-lost son. Now, if you would have told me that I'd be crying my eyes out at the end of Finding Dory, I would have probably said, duh, it's a Pixar movie, what'd you expect? But in truth, my emotions were stirred for a whole other reason. I apologize for those who haven't seen it, but I'm going to spoil the end of a 2016 movie. The plot revolves around Dory, a character with short-term memory loss. The way they present her is that she can remember things from way back, but moment-to-moment stuff eludes her. At the opening of the film, young Dory is instructed by her parents on how to find her way home as they've placed white shells along the bottom of the seafloor that act as a guide in any direction leading her home. And so, as the story goes, she eventually gets separated from her home and family with no hope of remembering where she was from. Thus, the film ensues. What really got to me towards the end of the movie was a moment where Dory was at her lowest. She couldn't remember where she was and what her next move would be, but in the midst of her searching, she found a trail of white shells and decided to follow it, to which then the camera pans out, revealing multiple long trails of white shells all leading back to the same location, home. As she arrives at the center point, she turns slowly to find two figures emerging from the murkiness, their fins full of more white shells as they continue to place them, never losing hope that one day their lost daughter will find them and come home. The reunion is glorious and touching. And come to find out there's a lot of movies still left to go, but really that part was the high point for me. As I reflected on why this scene in a kid's movie made such an impact with me, I couldn't help but connect a couple of Bible verses to that single moment. One being 2 Samuel 14, 14, which says, All of us must die eventually. Our lives are like water spilled out on the ground, which cannot be gathered up again. But God does not just sweep life away. Instead, He devises ways to bring us back when we have been separated from Him. I was reminded of this Old Testament verse as well as Matthew 18, 11 through 14. For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. 
What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is straying? And when he should find it, assuredly I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the ninety-nine that did not go astray. Even so, it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. God in his goodness is ever reaching out with an attempt to redeem and call home those who are lost. He is the redeemer of the wanderer and the castaway. That is the essence of the gospel, that we being undeserving and dead in our trespasses can be redeemed by a king who took it upon himself to pay our debt that we might be saved. Today, I am looking for the white shells as I am out and about that would lead me back to the tender care of our God and Savior.